Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th, and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Babe podcast. I got an awesome question in my submission box today. Surprise, surprise. We're going to carry on with this trend. (laughs) And I'm so excited to dive in. We're going to be talking about how to stay committed to your desired reality and how to be that version of yourself who's already living her desired reality and how to believe that your desired reality already exists when life, when other people and other people's opinions prove Otherwise, it's like, how do I maintain that delusion, right? How do I go out there and create my reality when people literally think that I'm crazy for believing that it's even possible to do that in the first place? So I love this question. I know that this person who's asking it is not alone. So that's why it's on the podcast. Now, as a quick reminder, I've been gearing up for the launch of my newest money manifestation program called Queen of Money, and it launches already next week. Holy shit. On January 22nd, it's going to be a life-changing program. If 2024, aka right now, this year, is the year that you plan on getting rich and breaking through the matrix of lack consciousness for good, you can sign up for the waitlist right now at manifestationbabe.com slash Q-O-M. That's Q-O-M for queen of money. Manifestationbabe.com slash Q-O-M. And this is the program that is designed to help you rewire archaic money beliefs, 
expand your capacity to receive, reclaim, whoa, reclaim your birthright to infinite wealth and manifest money on your command like a fucking queen. Again, the wait list is found by going to manifestationbabe.com slash Q-O-M. And then I also have some money freebies that I'll put into the show notes as well. I shared about them in last week's episode. I already forgot the URL, so I'll make sure that they're in the show notes if you want to get some freebies that will help you raise your financial frequency and manifest more money and ask the kinds of questions that will generate powerful answers that will get you to manifest more money. Again, that's found in these two freebies. I'll also drop that in the show notes as well. Okay, let's go ahead and roll today's question. Hey, Catherine. So this is a follow-up from one of your previous questions about the difference between wanting and having. I find that I really struggle to continue to believe when I'm around other people. So for instance, when I'm by myself and I'm doing all the things that my future self would do, I strongly believe and I'm in the mindset that I've got it all and this is my reality. However, the second I step into work or I'm around my friends or around my partner, I kind of snap out of it and I really struggle to continue believing that I've got it all. So my question is, how do you continue believing and how do you, I guess, continue being somewhat delusional while you're around other people and believing that you've got it all and that your future self is your current reality. Hope that makes sense. Hi, babe. So I believe your name is Anna based on what I see on this form. I love your question. I feel like so many people can relate to this. So isn't it funny how all of the inner work that we do that truly makes a difference in our lives, that actually changes the game is the kind that we do in relation to the other people. Because here's the thing. It is not our karma. It is not our dharma to be monks. Like we're not meant to be in isolation. And if you have a device and you're listening to me right now, trust me when I tell you, you're not meant to live in isolation. My shaman talks about this a lot, actually, because his contract requires him to be in isolation But people like us who aren't shamans, not so much. So the work that you do is put to the test constantly in relationship with other people. When you're sitting alone in your room or in your office or in your home or just by yourself in meditation, of course, it's easy to visualize. Of course, it's easy to believe. Of course, right? But when you are with other people or you are dealing with unexpected external circumstances, or just things that feel outside, like they're outside of your control, of course, it's not easy, right? Um, And of course, it's easy for you to sit in your room and hold the vision, holding the vision in public, at work, amongst friends, on social media, whatever. it's, It's a different story. Now, let me remind you, this is how I look at it, okay? There is no one single set reality. And reality is such a funny word because it implies that reality is real. Like the word itself implies that reality is real, that reality is truth, that you cannot argue with reality because it's set in stone. But when you dive into it from the quantum physics perspective or even the neuroscience perspective, you realize that reality 
is simply an electromagnetic transmission that is being projected by the brain. I'll say that one more time. Reality is simply an electromagnetic transmission that is being projected by the brain. Without our brains, we would not process anything in reality. Reality is non-existent without the brain to make sense of all of these electromagnetic waves floating around us. And the, if you're super nerdy, you can go look up the double slit experiment, which has proven something called the observer effect, which basically says, shows, proves that it takes consciousness. It takes an observer who holds a consciousness to create matter. Without consciousness, without the brain, there is no matter. The wavelength does not turn into a particle if there isn't someone watching it do so. And within our brains are all of these filters, filters that filter our reality based on our beliefs, experiences, based on our moods, based on our emotions, what we deem to be important to us, what we're taught growing up, what we expect to happen, and so on and so forth. So our reality is essentially one big perception of the mind, and our perception clouds everything we interact with in our realities. It's essentially like wearing a pair of glasses with a tinted lens. We think that we're seeing things as they are, but we all have different prescriptions of tinted glasses. We're all wearing glasses, right? Like even two people with the same exact upbringings, the same exact backgrounds, genetics, families, and childhood experiences can grow up and be living two completely different lives two completely different realities. We see this with twins or even just regular siblings, where if you ask them to describe their childhoods, they would probably give you two completely different answers or like a specific memory or something that happened to them in childhood. If you looked at their lives that they're living now, they're probably living two completely separate lives. I don't have a sibling. I'm an only child, fun fact, but my husband has a sibling and these two could not be any more different. (laughs) They live completely separate lives. And that's because their brains are not the same. They process reality differently, even if so much of where they came from is the same because the meanings that they attach to the same events growing up could be two completely different meanings. And so there is no set reality. And if there is no set reality, then why are we looking to others to tell us what reality is? That is the billion dollar question here. So all that other people can do is they can show us the information and the data that is processed by their minds and how things show up for them in their life. When we hear someone else's stories, you know, when we hear about someone else's doubts and fears and limiting beliefs and opinions, they are never sharing anything with us about us. Even if they say, you are blah, 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 blah. They're not actually saying anything about you. They are telling you nothing about you. They're just showing you 
how their brains process data and information. They are simply showing us by their language, by what they're saying to us, by their body language, by their realities and how their reality is showing up for them, what is going on inside of their own minds. And the state of your reality, like your job, your living situation, your bank accounts, your relationships, et cetera, are simply showing us in this moment of time what is going on inside of your mind. We can't look at reality as this static thing because it's like looking at a projector screen and seeing the movie that's playing out from the projector inside of us. And if we don't like the movie, we don't change the screen right? We don't go, oh, this screen is broken. No, we go inside the projector and we change the movie inside to get a different projection on the screen. So we can simply change the movie inside of our own minds to see something different on the screen. So we just replace the film inside of ourselves to change what's being projected into our realities. Now, all of this being said, Instead of looking around you and taking things in as truth or as static or as reality, look at it as the data that's being transmitted onto the screen. I feel like this really neutralizes it where we get so attached to things. And if you just look at it as ones and zeros (laughs) forming a movie on a screen, it just creates this like healthy sense of separation and neutrality where it's like, huh, I don't really like that. I'm going to change that. And I understand it's easier said than done, right? If this was easy, everyone would do it already. Everyone would already be living their dream lives. It's simple, but it's not easy because you really do need to overcome all of this programming that has made you who you are up until this point. And depending on what age you are, when you come across this kind of work, of course, you know, you've been programmed for what, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years? Like you can't just expect this to change overnight. Not that it's not possible. Anything is possible. But remember that you need to change the coding within the computer. And it might take some time for you to decide what coding is no longer relevant to the new version of you who you want to be. There could be outdated softwares that you need to update. And it can take some time for you to find where that code is and then hit the update button and kind of wait for that update, right? So usually the reason we feel so uncomfortable showing up as our desired selves in front of other people is because these people know us as our past selves. And it can feel awkward at first. But the more that you practice, the more that you remember what I just said about how reality is made, right? Just knowing that is it creates such a foundational level in your inside of your own understanding. And then it's putting it into practice. So the more that you put into practice, the more that you believe it yourself, the more that you take what you do in private and just be it in public around other people, the more that you, you know, you uh you, what am I saying? Hold on. (laughs) The more that you believe it yourself, the more that you play it out in the real world, the more that it becomes normalized. And people will eventually become used to it. 
Okay. Eventually they have to, there is no choice. And if they don't, then they're not the right people for you. Okay. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Like not everyone is meant to grow with you and that's okay. And because eventually like there is no other version of you that exists, all of these different versions within our, um, all these different versions that we decide to become to achieve certain goals. We think that we need to become someone else when really these versions are already within us. We're just activating the things that are already within us that are in alignment with where we want to go. So once the movie has been switched, okay, there's no going back. We're watching a different movie now. And to bring this into even more of a practical level, one of my favorite things to do that I distinctively remember implementing in my office when I was working my nine to five while building Manifestation Babe, kind of transitioning from one business to another because I realized that one I was no longer passionate about. I really wanted to help people with their mindsets and help them manifest their dream lives. And at the time I was supporting myself through a nine to five job while working like crazy and building this business. And I implemented this strategy in my office space that helped me so much. Because let me tell you, I'll never forget the first time that I put up my sales page for my Bali retreat. It was like towards the tail end of my one year working at this office job, I set this intention and a manifestation that I it's only going to take me one year. I told my boss, who happened to be my mom's best friend, so she was super flexible and understanding that I'm not a forever employee. I'd love to help her out. I'd love to get some financial support, you know, by helping out her office. She had it and originally asked me for some like Facebook ads help. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of looking for some work too. I would love something more consistent, something to help me build my business to just support me while I'm doing it. And she agreed. And towards the tail end, I'll never forget when my coworkers looked at me like I was fucking insane for charging $5,000 for a retreat in Bali. I mean, they looked at me like I had 27 heads and were like, I could just feel their judgment, right? Of like, who is this girl thinking she can make five grand a person um, in a week, you know, by hosting a week long retreat. And so I really had to implement this strategy. And the strategy is I would cultivate creating awareness within my own mind to create separation between what's true for other people from what's true for me. Meaning I created the separation by simply having conversations in my own head as I listen to other people. So as I listen to other people talk and share with me the data and information that is processing through their minds, I would literally go, hmm. That's an interesting belief system. Wow, that's not going to create much of what what you want in your life. Hmm, interesting choice of words that you use there, right? Huh, it's interesting that you don't believe that you could make $5,000 ahead if you wanted to host a Bali retreat, right? Just things like that. And, And that just was so helpful for me because then I could see that what's theirs is theirs and what's mine is mine. Because I think that so often we think that what's theirs is also mine and what's mine is also theirs, but it's just not true. We all create our own realities. Yes, there's a collective reality that is created through everyone's individual reality, but there's also still your individual reality. So just to share with you like how 
perception matters and what a difference it makes, let me just share with you a text message that I received this morning from Londa, who is the COO of Manifestation Babe. She's also our hiring manager. And she shared this text that someone had said about my company, Manifestation Babe, from a job listing uh, posting that we had recently uh, had up for a new position that we're offering for Team Manifestation Babe. And this person literally said, I was not aware when I applied for the job that it was a new age, live, laugh, love kind of gig run by people who read The Secret and thought it gave them magical manifestation powers. (laughs) I do not vibrate, and that's in quotes, I do not vibrate at the thought of this job. I was going to apply anyway because I'm very capable of pretending to fit in with a group I share no values with, but I have to draw the line somewhere. Well, you know what? Good for you. Um, You literally gave me a birth chart as part of a job screening. You are using astrology, which we're not. We're using human design, um, a practice with no scientific evidence backing it to determine who should work for your company. You are welcome to believe in whatever pseudoscientific garbage you want, but it is unprofessional. And I would even argue unethical to use it as a screening tool for people you have otherwise never met. I hope your business collapses under the weight of your own delusion. I will tell you, we've never had a candidate ever say anything like that before. (laughs) So this was new. But as you can see, everyone lives their own reality based on their perception. This person perceives that they don't have any control of their own lives. Manifestation isn't real. My company is somehow harming people that we're doing a bad thing by placing people into positions where they thrive because we use human design to see where this person will thrive in our organization so that they can have the best time doing the work that they do. This person believes we're delusional and that our business should should collapse as a result. And this could be entirely true to them. Like who am I to say that this isn't true to them, right? However, My perception about my own business is what matters. My perception is entirely different. And my perception is what allows me to create a business that generates $7 million a year and hire incredible and hire an incredible team that feels like family to me and literally change people's lives through my spiritual teachings. I mean, the, the, the stories that you guys DM me and email me, I love reading so much. And it's crazy what you all have manifested and accomplished as a result of these teachings. And it makes, you know, my job so much easier and so much more enjoyable. And by the way, I do use my human design in my business and astrology and all that pseudoscientific garbage, right? And it serves me. It works for me. So whose perception's correct? Let me tell you, neither is. And it takes such like a tremendous sense of having no ego to say that, to say that neither one of us is correct. They are both made up. My perception is made up. Your perception is made up. Someone else's perception is made up. And the beauty about life, the beauty about the point of coming here into physical reality is that we get to fucking make it up. We get to play. We get to create. We get to decide what to believe based on where we want to go in life. And that is so cool. You see, 
I think that so many of us who are listening to this podcast are trailblazers. I think we're the trailblazers, the leaders. We are meant to go first. We are meant to be the example. We are meant to to stand above the water and be a lighthouse for the rest of humanity and shine a light for people to show them that anything is possible. And this is not an easy calling. We are meant to do it, but it feels awkward at first. And we're meant to do it awkwardly and afraid at first. And it'll feel out of place in the earlier stages because of how much programming there is around what people think reality is and should be. We're going against the grain here. But there will come a day when your friends, your partner, your coworkers, your boss, your employees, your acquaintances, whoever, random strangers on the internet will look at you and ask you how you did it. At first, they will laugh. They will think you're crazy, but then they'll ask you how you did it. They will be curious. They will want to know how to do it too. They will um, see that you have this edge that no one else has. They'll see that you are like literally a magnet to stuff. <laughs> like you essentially have this Midas touch where everything you touch turns to gold. I know from my personal experience, I, I remember distinctively this moment where my husband, who was just my boyfriend at the time, Brennan, looked at me and was like, Catherine, you are making way more money than I am in your business than I am in this job. Like something is different here. <laughs> like you're, you obviously know what you're doing. And I think I'm ready to learn from you. Now, there's no expectation that people need to do that or that your partner ever has to come around. You know, obviously I believe in having supportive partners and I believe that your partner should want to grow with you to a certain extent, or it just won't work. In the end, there won't be any resonance. There won't be any alignment, but that's, you know, a whole side thing. But that day will eventually come and it doesn't have to come. It doesn't, you don't have to, you know, the, the goal of this isn't for everyone to be like, oh my God, you know what? You're right. I was wrong. You are right. But I'll tell you that on some level, this will occur. And until then, my biggest recommendation is to keep believing in the silence, like protect your energy, okay? Keep acting as if in all the areas of life, you know, especially in public and in relation to other people and at work, but don't, you don't have to tell people what you're doing. You literally don't owe anybody an explanation. You can hold your vision in silence. You can say your affirmations in silence. You can do these things. You can visualize without telling anybody what you're visualizing. I truly believe in protecting your energy while you're deep in the, in the process, like the early stages of manifesting your dream reality. I teach this concept inside of Manifestation Reset of how I almost fucked up manifesting my home because I didn't protect the energy of it towards the end and how for me, like, I will tell people my intentions and I'll tell people once I manifested it, but once I'm in the process of manifesting it and once there's all these energies working themselves out, I stay silent. And our minds are like sponges absorbing information that we are aware of, but also information outside of our awareness. 
And if you're easily affected by the opinions of others or how others will perceive you or you don't like being called crazy and it's going to affect you and it's going to make you have a bad day or maybe you don't want to receive messages like I do at the moment, <laughs> then work undercover. Work internally, practice seeing people's opinions, not for what is true, but for what they believe is true. Become curious about it. Become fascinated by how people's minds work. And even more importantly, become fascinated by how your mind works and see how far you go in life by working yours in the way that generates insanely amazing results for your life. Even if it feels weird, even if it feels awkward at first, it's going to be fucking worth it. So that's all I got for you. I hope this was helpful. I'm sending you all my love. You can do this. Let's be awkward buddies together. <laughs> and as a quick reminder, my man, uh, ooh, my money manifestation program, Queen of Money, is launching next week. Again, the wait list is manifestationbabe.com slash QOM. That's QOM for Queen of Money, just shortened, manifestationbabe.com slash QOM. I hope to see you inside that program. And until then, I will see you in the next episode. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.